Breakcore Talk, Channel Zero, No Windows, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back to the No End House Watchers. Welcome to Room 5, Episode 5. And it's just kind of scary out there in the real world, isn't it? Yeah, I thought once we got back to the real world, things would be okay now. No, worse, because there's a creepy dad hanging in the trees and it's extra creepy. A little bit on the uh, Stranger Danger thing going there. Mm. Oh, extra. A lot, a lot of stranger danger. danger. Oh, well. So, Especially since he'll eat you. Uh, yeah. uh, okay, we're going to talk about that one in a second here. But before we <laughs> break down the episode, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? You can find me on Twitter at Jindeb, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well. Just keep up to date on the latest article that's there being posted, and there are many. Also, you can find Pure Fandom on Facebook, and we have a couple of groups over there as well. We have one for just dedicated to Van Helsing, and we have our Pure Fandom Brad and Court talk where we just talk about everything under the sun. So join in and um, you know, chat about what you like to hear about. Definitely, because we got a lot of stuff we like to talk about. Oh, yeah. Like, case in point, uh, I talked to our good friend Susan Monk the other night for mm-hmm. two whole hours about just TV shows. It was wonderful. Yep. A lot of chat in there. Shows that I don't watch. Well, some some of them you watch. Not all. Uh, yeah, you no, definitely no. don't watch Outlander. Shame, shame. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. So, what was this episode about? So this episode, uh, episode five, room five, was titled The Damage. So the girls finally made it out of the room successfully, we find out. Uh, You can tell that the world is now alive and well, but they're not exactly able to leave the house behind like they thought they would. No, things did not leave whatsoever. Uh, Actually, things kind of followed them out there. Jules still seemed a little out of it. Oh, Jules seemed very out of it. And this was what... Uh, uh, what was his name? Dylan was talking about. He didn't know if he got um, uh, Lacey out of the house if she would be able to, you know, start remembering stuff. And come to find out, no, it doesn't really work that way. No, like there are literal uh, gaps in the memory, like where things should be, like that thing no longer exists in their memory. Right, and like Jules said, she doesn't even know what her family looks like. Yeah. But this is where I also got thrown off a little bit because her father stole, uh, Margot's father stole the memory of her mother. So I think that the memory itself is gone, or for for the most part, like, it's mostly gone. Remember, he didn't eat her face. (laughs) He ate everything but her face. So for the most part, the memory has gone, but like when the woman is in her face, of course, she can still see her mother. Like she just, she doesn't have that connection maybe that they used to have. Okay. And their connection may not have been all that strong either because she was definitely closer to her dad. Well, that's right. We just kept seeing flashes of Jules uh, remembering scenes of her life, but not being able to see the people in them. Right. But we didn't actually see her back in her life with her sister and mom, right. like seeing them as blank spaces. Yeah, she never actually went full tilt to go over there. She watched them, 
she's been gone for three days. Apparently, no yeah. one's called her to worry about where she's at. So, mm. yeah, I guess they just figured she was hanging out with her best friend and everything was good. Or just went back to school or something like that. Yeah, that you would think that. Or um, you would think that Margot's mother would have called Jules' family looking for either girl since they were gone that long. Well, did Margot's mom know Jules was there? No, she left before all that. She didn't. Did she? No. All she knew was Margo was there. She didn't know anything about Jules being there because she was already gone. I, are we sure? Because I I thought they they were hanging out by the pool when her mom left. I was. It's been a minute. Sure. Well, maybe she just thought. Then I don't know. Margo Jules went back. Maybe she didn't have her phone number. I'm not really. Sure. I mean, that's possible because they hadn't been all that close over the the past year since uh, the dad died. Right. Speaking of that, he's uh, made it out of the house and he's now currently creeping, stalking children from the tree line yeah that is not a good look my friend no. uh stop doing that no that like you is... even though you have no memories you have to know that that looks just wrong he was one key away from having a van that said free candy on it uh yeah definitely um i'm glad that other dad came out though and um like he van moves uh, like i wonder what if he would have tried to do though with the girls like he if it's anything like inside the house he couldn't have got anything from those little girls anyway like was he having some kind of a re- re- residual memory i think like so. happening because he had sucked out a lot of uh jules's earlier memory or margo's early memory so a little yeah. blonde hair girl kind of looked like her i guess it's kind of where yeah. they went with it but we okay. know from the corn maze person and who took out uh, Lacey mm-hmm. and from what happens to Seth later on is he can't steal memories of anybody else. Right. So even if he tried to attack somebody on the outside, he can only feed off of jewels. Right. Which is an interesting play of events there. Yeah, but it makes sense. Like, when you go into the house, you have your own apparition or whatever the dad happens to be. Like he grew from like her experience, her needs, right? And so she, she her memories are feeding him, just like that that whatever uh, grew from Jules's memories. The the weird we still ball. don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, but apparently it's still contacting her through her phone, which was kind of weird too. Yeah, it's like I missed you. Come back. Hey, how you doing? Come on over. Let's play. <laughs> like, that's not fair. It's like I made it outside the house. I win. Like, you have to stop doing this now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do find out from Margot's mom that she, you know, she's trying to reconnect with her daughter again, that her dad committed suicide because yes. the business was failing. And... You know, they were taking money from her, and he was trying to support the family. And since it was an accident, in quotations, they got the insurance mm-hmm. money. Yeah. And that's crazy, because I think they said they were paying, like you said, paying money for college for her. The business went under, and they were losing the house. Mm-hmm. And so she dropped out anyway. Right. It's crazy. So basically, you know, he was doing it to protect her and save her and stuff like that and it just did not go the right way and she didn't know all she knew is that um he he did kill himself she figured that out but she never knew the why of it which is the whole reason why she went to the house or not the whole reason why she went to the house the whole reason she stayed in the house and even got invested in the whole thing and we find out why jules backed off because the pain that margo had on her was scaring her 
But yeah, like grief is a scary thing. It can be all consuming and yeah. then it can affect the people around you. But now they're totally bonded after going into the house and they're. Oh, absolutely. They're back in BFF phase. Seth ended up coming out of the house. I wasn't, you know, not only did he come out of the house, he did the creepy stalker thing also. <laughs> yeah, but he made it. Th- it seemed like he was going to help. Well, yeah, I but mean, he did kind of help. Like he snuck up on Jules. He's like, uh, the father is out of the house. That's two. So we need to go find Margo right. like now. Yeah. We need to kind of get this happening. But his, his approach was all abductor style right there. Sorry. Oh, Ugh. for sure. Meanwhile, dad's inside sucking memories out of Margo and eating a puppy. Yeah. I was wondering how that was going to work. Cause we know inside the house, they can definitely eat the memories, but like, it seems like once you dig outside the house, that whole magical effect, like you, you would think that it would be, they wouldn't be able to do it. No, nope. but nope. Sure enough. Still it works. worked. Little memory puppy called moose. He's gone. Poor moose. Poor moose. At least he was a little, little memory. Right. I, I like the fact that, you know, she saved him and found out that she was allergic to him. <laughs> And anytime, anytime that someone says they are okay now after they've had their little shaky thing and they have memory blood running down their mouth, you mm-hmm. shouldn't trust them that they're okay. I'm just, they're, they're lying to you, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm okay. I'm really, dude? Really? You're okay? Yeah. Mm. Not trusting you at all for nothing. <laughs> but. Margo's trying to tell him to go down to the basement so she can figure things out, and he's doing a no. And then she yeah. pulls out the scissors or, or scissors or knife or whatever and starts slashing on her arm. Mm-hmm. Did it look like that pained him when he did that, when she did that? It did, but I couldn't tell if it was because he needed her for the memory things or if he really was starting to feel like he, her, her dad. Right. He was con- concerned for her. One way or the other. You know? Yeah, it's it yeah. was there. He went down to the basement. He wasn't very happy about going to the basement. <laughs> but he did go in there. And now everybody was, they, they moved on to the idea of, okay, now we have to kill him. Mm-hmm. And I'm not overly sure I would have a problem with doing that. You know he's not real. Right. So what was like the she, big she, she couldn't get past that block for whatever reason. Like he still represented her dad. I just I think the fact of how her her father died and um that it was from the allergic reaction that she kind of knew about mm-hmm. and never 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 said anything because she she didn't want to tell her mother that she thought her father might have killed himself. Uh, she had that whole guilt thing going on. So I think she was still afraid to let that go, even though like this was completely damaging to her. And her mother. Right. But then Seth says, you know, he can't do it either. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm going to take out the fake person who just ate a a memory dog. (laughs) Oh, I'm right there with you. I'd be Jules in this situation. Let's make it work. Let's just make it happen. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because we all know nothing good comes from things when you let them go. Nah, not at all. Especially if he starts monologuing, it's always going to go downhill. Oh, for sure. Like, you guys left. This was supposed to be over, and they came back. Like, just end it. Yeah. That's not the way it was supposed to go. Mm -mm. So, uh, Mom comes home. Oh, well, first, they they let him out. 
<laughs> and they put her uh, the the pills that he took into the memory puppy. Uh huh. And fed that to that him. That was messed up. And then I think it was Jules, go, I mean, Margaret going, can I hold a piece of the my memory? And she gets to like the puppy head. I'm just thinking that's just weird. Uh, yeah. But I guess this is the best way for any of them to do it because this way nobody actually has blood on their hands. Right. Like no knives or anything like that. Yeah. And he, we see what he went through. It wasn't quick and painless. It was pretty horrible. Yeah, so definitely kind of like what she saw in the house when they were leaving. Yeah, like it's, where he it's was tortured. Definitely, it's a stone man that that we see at the end of it, all puffed up and stuff. Right. So then he's dead, ish, falling down. Ish, ish, for real. <laughs> and Margot's mom comes in. Oh boy. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Husband died last year, and all of a sudden, there's this dude on the floor who looks just like him. I'm confused. And then he knocks her out <laughs> and takes out Seth. So she could have had a concussion, and she, even though she saw what she saw, once she talks to somebody, it doesn't matter because she was hallucinating, clearly. Right. Yeah, there's something happening. You know, she got bumped on the head. She's not remembering things correctly. But Marga was there. Yeah. Well, still, that can be a whole other thing, too. I don't know. Well, it depends on, like, if Margot and um, Jules, you know, if they corroborate what, what she thinks she saw, it would make the most sense for them later on down the road to say, oh, no, Mom, you just hit your head. It's okay. Like, what you saw is not really what you saw. Because why would you want to try to explain that? But then you also got to look at the other part. Why is there a memory puppy head on the table? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's leftover memory puppy. I know. Oh, my God. Like, her. oh, man, her mother's going to be so messed up. Uh, there's so many things that could go wrong. It's, it's horrible. She just, you know. It, yeah. Seth at least gets up and is able to uh, stop her dad from sucking the memories out of him. Mm-hmm. And the only way that, uh, as soon as that happens, he, he follows that route of the corn uh, maze, one of the corn maze people, when he starts poking his fingers into his Seth's head because he can't get anything off of it. Mm-hmm. And that's where she says, you know, she'll go back into the house with him. Which. I'm sorry. You just met him. I'm not going back in that house. Well, like Seth said, you have to get him back into the house in order to get rid of him. Find another way. Right. Well, she, she had to do something, so that was the only way that she could go with it. And well, she still has her feelings for Seth. So, luckily, Jules you has already just left. Met him. You just met him, Margo. Yeah. Come on, get it together. Well, we know that his family is the one that were stuck in the uh, cage. Yes, like that was crazy. His fake family, I guess, not his real family. His memory family. His memory. Kind of like her, like like her dad, maybe. Uh yeah. So that was I wonder how he got them to even go in the cage. Like here, let's go in here for a second and then nope, you're not getting any more of my memories. I'm sure he had a good way. Somehow. Oh, yeah. He well he, whatever it was, it worked. He's kind of mastered that whole thing, so he's got a plan. Yeah. And they they're out of the house. They they're gone. Mom wakes up, you know, that whole weird thing with her. Jules returns, the door's open, she walks in, she kind of sees what's happened, she sees Margot's mom, and she goes, oh, crap, 
things are bad. I should probably leave now. <laughs> but she caught on to the fact that, you know, Margo's going back to the house and takes off running after the house, to which the house isn't there anymore. Yeah, like that that whole time, like it, it's over. It's kind of like uh, what JD said at the beginning of the show uh, in episode one where he's talking about how this house just, you know, mysteriously pops up out of nowhere and it stays for a certain amount of days. And then once it's full, I guess, you know, it goes, it goes away and pops up somewhere else. Right. Well, Seth said earlier that the house would be gone for a year. Yeah. It comes back like every year. So it got what it needed. I thought he said six months. Well, not him, but I thought JD said six months, but Seth would know better. Yeah. That would go with Seth. Uh, But so if the house is gone, right. It Mm -hmm. waited for them to bring back her dad or whatever. That was what was missing before it left. And they went in, and then it disappeared. So Jules is now turned into a prediction. Jules is down to New Dillon. She is searching for the house to save um, Margot. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm predicting on it. I don't know if we're going to see that or not, but I can see that because she knows exactly what went down. So, And she would be just like Dylan was. She's going to be like, this isn't real. I know this. I need to go through and find my friend. I don't know. Last episode. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, for sure. Anything else? No, it's just um, this was the penultimate episode setting up for next week's finale. I'm I'm going to miss this. Like, this was a really good story, and I'm going to do what you said after this, and I'm going to go listen to all the other versions mm-hmm. just to see how things change and end, because you said this was different from the other yeah. actual uh, creepy pasta stories, right? Yeah, there's, there's a couple different versions out there. Of, there's, like, you know, there's the, the original one, and then there's some other ones that people have written and stuff like that. But, yeah, definitely go out and listen to them. Maybe we'll throw some of those up on the old Facebook page. Okay, Definitely. And link those. All right. Well, if you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. Check out some of our older podcasts for Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, The Magicians, um, interviews that we've done, stuff like that. A lot of awesome stuff over there. Yeah, we just had a really great interview with Douglas Pipes. He did the music for uh, Trick or Treat and Krampus. Yep. And he also did the music for Netflix's The Babysitter, which I watched this weekend. And it was awesome. It was really entertaining. I haven't got, I, I wanted to watch it this weekend. I just haven't had a chance. I was catching up on some other stuff. Uh, Let me know when you watch it and we'll see if we want to talk about it for one of our uh, horror casts. Okay. I will. And we also did an interview with uh, Caitlin Bernard, who's going to be in the Netflix, Netflix original 1922, which is a Stephen King uh, novella. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one looks good. Oh, yeah. Like, Netflix has a lot of Stephen King. Actually, Hulu also has a lot of Stephen King happening lately. I just watched this other one called Graham's Game on Netflix today at the recommendation of a friend, and I recommend you try it as well. It was crazy, but it was good. I watched it. It was good. You did? Yeah, we watched it. It was really trippy, right? We watched it this weekend. I love the fact that she goes, calm down, Cujo. <laughs> like, <I'm laughs> right. Yeah, I'd have been freaking out. I yeah. don't know how she survived. Yep. I wouldn't have. It was good. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. It was good. It was, you know, one of those Stephen King's freaky stuff going on. Yeah. Well, so go check all that stuff out, y'all. Yep. So if you have thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on the Twitter or Facebook page. 
Uh, so until next time, um, don't eat the memory puppy. That's bad juju. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.